Before we get into it, become part of the notification squad by hitting the bell next to the subscribe button on YouTube. Welcome back to a revived uh, type of series that we are doing, Scouting the Enemy. We are here with Peter Brown of Football Miami TV. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, as always, I'm joined by Michael Weiss. I am AJ, but yeah, we will get right into this. I mean, Lionel Messi has joined you guys. It was a barn burner of a game in terms of uh, mostly Cruz Azul until, uh, yeah, you guys uh, kind of scored one against the run of play with uh, Taylor, I believe. And yep. then Messi just did his magic in stoppage time and kind of bailed you guys out. But uh, yeah, how'd you feel about that match anyway? And the first iteration of League's Cup for you guys? Yeah, so for that game, I was sitting behind the goal that Messi ended up scoring on. So it was an amazing feeling with the supporters, the La Familia in in Miami, massive supporters groups. Uh, you know, it was insane. But to that point, for the first half, we just saw Cruz Azul attacking us. And, you know, if it wasn't for our goalkeeper, Drake Callender, the goal, the score could have been 4 nothing at half. I mean, it was Cruz Azul was, you know, look, we're not great. We're not a very good team. Let's be honest. Uh, you know, last place in the East, uh, you know, we've got a long way to go and hoping Messi can bail us out. But it was it was definitely um, a nail biter and just thanking that we had someone like Drake Callender. And you got to wonder how long is Drake Callender going to be with Inter Miami? Are there European clubs? that are going to be looking at him. Because now with Messi here, everybody's looking at everything. So it was an amazing feeling. And yeah, if, with Messi scoring at the end, it is a Hollywood movie script that just seems too real to be true. If I told you that's how it would end, you'd, you'd say, yeah, it's just not realistic. But it is. It was and amazing. That, right. Yeah, it is Hollywood. I mean, definitely you have LeBron. On James, you have yeah. Serena Williams, you have Kim Kardashian uh, showing up at the game, and is it surreal? Is it uh, you know something that's uh, you know I would say two months ago, but uh, we talked about it like just briefly before the show. If does it feel like uh, yeah, it's just a very you know like it was dire probably for you guys. You guys are yeah. unfortunately in last place. But uh, yeah, the fortunes have definitely changed for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, you mentioned the the famous people. That's kind of how we thought this whole thing would launch. You know, we thought this club was supposed to be the glitz and the glamour. Look, our ownership came into this league with so much bravado that we were going to teach the league about football. You guys play soccer. We're going to teach you about football. And so much bravado and we fell flat on our face, right? But we expected with having an owner like David Beckham being in South Florida, because technically we're not in Miami yet, you know, you'd have that glitz and glamour every single game. And it quite hasn't quite been there. We we get your your random famous people win Beckham's in, in town. You know, we've we've had your famous boxers or some pop stars here and there, but nothing like uh, you know, Gloria Estefan was there as well. So nothing like this last game this is what i think we thought it was going to be every we always thought in south florida in order to be a big because you know it's a fickle sports market down here in order for it to be you know hit big time you need a big time player took a few years to land it but we definitely did and it's 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 it feels like this is the way it was supposed to be from the beginning that might sound a little cocky and egotistical but 
that's just kind of how we thought. We were going to be the LA Galaxy of the East, you know, kind of like the what they were, but on the East. And and it's finally come to fruition and 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 at the right time, bailing us out hopefully at the right time. Yeah, you guys really um, you know, have enough firepower now that's making LA seem to be a little embarrassed cuz they're the ones usually with the hot shot right. signings and the big names and the splashy players and you know what you're embarrassing them a little bit but saying like you know what we're the la of the east we're going to take the headlines away from you guys for once we're going to be the ones in the front so i think like as an east coast west coast thing that's kind of like you know we got something to say now in terms of big players so that's pretty cool in our own backyard um uh one thing before we get into a little bit of uh miami versus atlanta one game one thing your game with cruz azul taught us at least is kind of how to play against Cruz in the group. So I'm really mm. happy about seeing that happen before we went and jumped into the fray because it seems like very much you need to weather Cruz's attack early and really hold on. And my goodness, if Pineda doesn't try and do some kind of like holding on for your dear life, you know, uh, all guys behind the ball just for like maybe the first half to survive it, Cruz runs out of steam. And then you can get one a couple back if you play a little harder in the, the, the later half of the game. So I want to thank you guys for that. I mean, that was very yeah. good trying to show us kind of the blueprints of how to do it. And they attack fast. They yeah. they that's one thing I noticed is it's just out of nothing, they attack with speed. And and our defenders, you know, don't really react very quickly. If you watch us uh, for any length of time, you see how slow our defenders are to react. Uh, and that's got to change. That definitely has to change. We know that like Alba is supposed to be coming in. That could help, although he does attack a lot. So I don't know. We could be caught with him up in the attack and we're we're still a, a little bit lacking in defense. But that's a that's, you know, if you, a key for Atlanta is attack with speed and and attack you know press on our defenders and they don't seem to react well well yeah i'm not sure that exactly will bode super well for us because yeah attacking fast we don't really try to do that too much uh but on the road hopefully we can kind of rewire our minds and do sure. that but uh yeah we we definitely need to talk about how you guys are not only <laughs> atlanta 2.0 Atlanta United 2.0, but also sure. FC Barcelona 2.0. It's uh, it's quite maddening, actually. I honestly, I'm I'm in parts jealous and in parts, uh, yeah, it is the, like nostalgic thing that I'm just like, ugh. because not only is Miguel Miron's wife and everybody else, they're all hanging out with Jose Martinez, Tata Martino's there. Yeah. It's this is bitter. This is very bitter, but how do you feel about, uh, you know, all these guys that have success throughout the other places coming together at Inter-Miami? Well, I feel great. <laughs> and you know what's great about having Joseph <laughs> is you guys are still paying for the majority of his contract. So it's great. You know, he, oh, oh, you know, Peter, damn, right, Peter. dagger in the heart. <laughs> He's saying, uh, there's nothing true. wrong about what he said. It's all accurate. I was, true, watching, yeah. I was watching one of the games before um, League's Cup, and I was sitting, you know, pitch side. I mean, I, had, I got lucky and got upgraded with some friends. And this guy is yelling when Joseph was missing opportunities. And he's yelling, 
four million dollars for and i looked over at it and said yeah but we're not paying that yeah <laughs> we got him on a good deal we're, we're yep. paying maybe I, I forget the exact number but we might be paying one of those millions and you guys are picking up the rest so i feel really yeah, good you guys that, are paying for the chicken and rice yeah so. you got it you That's got cool. it and yep. and when it That's comes to like tata tata just seemed to make sense because oh, yeah. this ownership group wants you know that international flair they're not gonna look at you know a good quality mls coach like take for example jim Curtin. i'm a big jim Curtin fan he is a coach that has proven himself in this league gets little respect i think even within philadelphia i've talked to the guys in philadelphia and and even in there they they don't give him a ton of respect but that's a kind of coach that inter miami would never look at i think even though he's proven in mls they want somebody that's more global but me and a lot of other fans we want somebody that knows the league because i think that's super important and he's both of both best of both, best of both worlds yeah exactly exactly yeah. and he's got a relationship oh, yeah. with just Messi. just be careful peter with um you know having plastic fans down in miami because uh, well, jim curtain gets real upset about that <laughs> yeah uh, I mean, Miami's already been known for being plastic yeah, forever. Yeah, that's why right? I'm like a little bit it's like, eh, new. you guys might take the same kind of hit that we did, so we'll see. It's nothing they, new. They are one of the uh, plastic uh, surgery capitals of the world. So, <laughs> 100%. So, yeah, that fully does jive. So, and and uh, we're also... That in LA, I think, probably, right? But, yeah. <laughs> we're also the home of Fairweather fans. Let's be honest. South Florida is a tough sports market. You know, if you're not winning they're not showing and the fact that in all honesty this has been before Messi. this has been the best attended year for inner miami some of that you could say is excitement for what people thought was coming but it was still unsure but we sold more season tickets this year than ever before and that was a surprise for how bad we are right but South Florida is a fickle sports market. You go to a Dolphins game and it's majority Jets fans, right? It's just the way it is in South Florida. So we've got all these people it's jumping the on the bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and now, I mean, you've got so many people that are just joining in because of Messi. And, and, and look, I've seen the comments on my YouTube page of people just saying, I'm here for Messi. I'm here while he's here. So I know that I will lose that subscriber once he's gone. I get it. But for now welcome and hopefully they stick around because i am i am I, it is a little bit you know it's it kind of stinks when you think oh they're, they're so fair weather that there's a new supporters club that popped up 305 messiahs will they stick around after messi's gone i doubt it but we can hope yeah you'll, right. you'll at least I mean, get and, like a percentage of that that'll stick around there's got right be, right so you know they'll be good That's there the hope. yeah yeah, we, we got so, one yeah, fan on, on Messi. I mean, like on, on our Discord, we have one fan from Greece who came over for Yakamakis. So, yeah. <laughs> and we're just like, that's yeah. awesome. I love the exactly. international aspect of that. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, on Messi, on Lionel Messi, uh, arguably the best player ever. Uh, yeah. What does he bring to your team? you think like obviously that's a big overreaching question but you know if you want to break that down into parts totally open to it yeah i don't I, you know obviously the one of the things i thought was really 
cool because look i've seen messi in person once before i think once barcelona played at the hard rock stadium years ago against chivas usa in front of 60 70 000, whatever it was and i was there he was there um barcelona recently played at drive pink in the preseason but he you know clearly was not there because he was with psg so uh, i think i've seen i've only seen him in person once but when i saw him in person i was in the nose please it was pretty far away this time i was really close to messi it's a small stadium everybody's close to Messi and what you really appreciate how he plays in tight spaces and I'm not saying anything anybody doesn't already know but it's just so cool when you see it on your team in your stadium the same grounds not the same stadium the same grounds that you've had the Fort Lauderdale Strikers the Miami Fusion Ray Hudson Nene Kobias Ger Mueller all these greats playing and now the greatest of the greats arguably is is now playing and yeah playing in tight spaces i think is something that we have never been able to really do they're always trying to cross it into the middle or or in some occasions you'd have someone like rodolfo pizarro who is no longer with the team but he would play well in tight spaces but would hold on to the ball too long and then would eventually just lose it oh we Whereas know Messi, all about that we know all about right? players that do that but Messi knows how to hold on to the ball beat two or three people and find the right pass or Busquets, we're talking so much about Messi, but Busquets, the silent guy in there that just knows how to find Messi, whatever, I just, and he's directing traffic. You know, I got blasted a little bit on this vlog that I made where in the vlog I questioned, they gave Messi the captain's armband and I questioned that. And I got blasted a little bit for that because, you know, I said, is he, you know, does he deserve the, the captain's armband? And everybody's like, well, given me all the stats of all the championships he's won of course he deserves it my point was he doesn't even know half the players names yet does he really yeah, deserve to be the captain being a captain there's more to just it. that exactly so i yeah i completely agree with you to question it yeah. yeah but watching busquets i started thinking now that's a captain he's out there he's the quarterback he's directing people that he also doesn't know their names but he's directing people in the right positions and finding the right passes and all that kind of stuff I think, you know, he's going to get overlooked because we have Messi, but he makes Messi look better by a lot. Which makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, with all the years that they played together, I mean, they really, the two of them have played together the most, uh, most appearances, uh, you know, together in their careers. But it's also, yeah, I, I get what you mean. It's, uh, you know, he's a player that's, uh, yeah, can't be that quarterback, but there is this, uh, he's going to defer to Messi, you know, like but that's anybody okay. on the team is going to defer to Messi, right? And, you know, no one's going to be, if because Yedlin was your, your captain uh, yeah. to start the season, correct? And, but, yeah, Messi's not going to well, listen to, <laughs> to Yedlin, so... Yeah. Gregory that, was yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gregory was our captain until he got injured. Then it's kind of gotten passed around a little bit. I think even Joseph Martinez wore the armband a game or two. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in, in that sense, it's still, yeah. Uh, I think, you know, Messi, for me, from an onlooker outside of your club, I, it does make sense because, yeah, there is just this clout, this absolute clout. And I think that's what it is, too. It's There's a an optics. They want, you know to see Lionel Messi walk the whole team out. You know, that first image, the first player that you see, 
and you know that's what gets the uh, the crowd going. That's what gets you know the uh, the optics in terms of uh, viewership. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, usually you you save the striker for the the last person that walks out and whatnot. But I think in this instance, it just makes sense. But yeah, uh, but in terms of yeah, like global impact on Inter Miami and your market there, what does Messi bring that uh, you guys maybe initially didn't have before? that's you're excited about well i mean he brings all eyes on the club i mean just just overnight practically we're like the number one followed instagram page in all of sports in the united states you know over established brands like the la lakers so i mean he brings a lot of eyeballs and you know one of the cool things that he's going to bring and i and i think i mentioned this earlier is attention just to the team so Going back to Drake Calendar, how well he's doing. Now people that may not have been watching him are now watching. European clubs, you know, so players like uh, Benjamin uh, Kramaki, you know, a, another young uh, Argentinian-American player that maybe he gets noticed uh, in, in a European club and gets an op. you know. So now we become a selling team as well because all eyes, all eyeballs, I mean, you know, breaking records for the most viewed uh, game in, in U.S. soccer history was this Cruz Azul game in the United States. I'm not sure what the worldwide views was were, but the in, in the United States, somewhere around 12, I think it was, it was around 12 million, 12 and a half million, something like that. I think so, yeah. But yeah, it's the most viewed. And and so, yeah, it brings the eyeballs, brings the attention, but he also brings expectations and criticism and, and all, you know, everybody just, you know, criticizing our defense and rightly so but all eyeballs are are are, are just on inner mind I mean, it gives opportunities uh, you know we're, we're seeing the and I, I'm, I'm curious if you guys have seen it in, in atlanta the inner miami pink jersey everywhere friends of mine in new jersey are sending me pictures of the inner miami shirt in store windows just some random like you know mom and pop shop selling the the messy shirt it's everywhere branding we are going to be the biggest brand whether we're the best team or not is yet to be seen, but we are and will be the biggest brand in MLS for sure. Yeah, I haven't been yeah. seeing and it so yet, but I'm those... going out to a stadium soon. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to see uh, the Newcastle Chelsea game on Wednesday at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I'm curious to see if I'll see any there. I, I wouldn't be surprised. It'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. I think no doubt. I n no doubt there will be. But uh, yeah, definitely on those expectations that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, obviously, uh, I don't, I mean, y you guys will have plenty of plaudits, I'm sure. So, you know, I'm not ragging on you that you guys are in last place, but, oh, uh, we're bad. the, <laughs> yeah, but the expectations now, does he bring you guys into a playoff spot? You, you guys have 12 league games left, right? And so, yeah. you know, it's not a lot to be able to make that big of an impact. Probably league's cup might be the bigger impact, but uh in terms of the league can you guys make the playoffs and sure will we probably not unless we i think i think people uh you know people that are smarter than i am have kind of said we need to win like eight or nine of those 12 games yeah that's a lot to ask yeah that's a lot that's a lot so i would say probably not maybe it kind of echoes a little bit of what david beckham saw when he came into the league they did not make the playoffs the first year i don't even know if they made it the second year 
we would be expected to make it the second year for sure. Championship run it or nothing, or you know, it's it's a failure. But for this year, I think you're right. The the bitter, bigger opportunities are League's Cup and actually Open, Open Cup, Cup as yeah, well because we're in the same. Yeah. Semifinals. We have to play um, next game. Um, Cincinnati. Great team. Who who would ever have thunk that? I mean, they were the. How many times did they win the wooden spoon? Now all of a sudden they got the the right coach and the right players and and they're they're tearing it up. Yeah. So that's going to definitely just be a, some weakness in League's Cup though. So you might want to pay attention sure. to that if you go and play them in a tournament setting. Yeah. The middle of August or whatever we're going to play them in the Open Cup and and you know so I think it's those these two tournaments that are really. Um, more important right now than the actual league. It's, they're more reachable. So I will have to put you to this uh, this prediction then. Will you guys win a cup in twenty? This year. This year. Yeah, I'm gonna. So the yeah, you know, I'm always I'm always the you know in our show, me and Uncle Ed, my co-host, I'm always the pessimist. He's the guy that's gonna say yes, we're winning everything. And I'm always going, well, you know, so I think I would say trying to be a little bit of both. I would say, yes, we would win the open cup. I'm, I'm going to go for, and I'm going to, you know, pick that particular tournament. I think we have a good, strong chance to win that tournament. Um, but, but again, if, you know, the, again, so many of the expectations are on Miami, I think we have to temper those expectations a little bit. If we do not win a trophy this year, I don't want to hear that we're it's a failure. It, he's come into the league a last place team at the tail end of the set, the back half of the season. Dug Inter Miami dug themselves in a real nice hole. So I don't think the expectation should be, um, you know, win or fail this year. Next year, all arguments and finger finger wagging and all that stuff is definitely open yeah you probably game. have your full complement of the the whole team they are apparently designing down there to have so by then right right they're also bringing in a right. bunch of youth players so we were talking about Messi and busquets but don't forget jordi alba and and they're trying to get the 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 the, the vampire the biter uh suarez i mean that that rumor has got legs actually even though i'm not excited about it but but then you know the the u20 so Campana is our is our striker, um, 21 years old. He's our, our young DP. And some people thought that the team might market him. But he actually is the key. They have to keep him because that opens up the U22 initiative slots. Mm-hmm. And they've... And they've already signed uh, Diego Gomez, who they they feel really good about uh, from Paraguay. I think he's around 20 years old. Then I, I just heard that Facundo Ferias just signed. Um, they haven't sent out a press release yet, but I've heard that it that's a done deal. And and then they're working on a guy named Thomas Tomas Avilas uh, from Argentina. Uh, Ferias is from Argentina as well. So these are the, all like 20 year old players that they're banking on to bring some youth and speed into this team. So. Yeah, that the second half of the season, if they all gel, and you know, we all know that MLS is a unique league, and sometimes it takes a little while to gel. And it, it, next year, we would have those full complement of players with whoever else they may also bring in. It's going to look completely different. Yeah. Is Joseph Martinez be. still and, there? Uh, but this is a. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Because, 
you know, the deal with you guys where you're paying for the majority mm -hmm. of his salary, I think is this year only. Yep. So we've got him on a nice little loan deal, basically. You know, it's like tryout. If he lights it up, sure. But the, he's, the, the problem is he would have to be a DP with the amount of money he makes. And if we've got our DPs already signed with Messi and Busquets and Campana, we don't have any more spots. Now, we all kind of feel like Jorge Mas, the owner of Inter Miami, is pushing for expansion of the league, you know, restrictions and, you know, loosening well, them up, maybe I adding another so. DP. Adding another DP. But if they add another DP and they bring in Suarez, well, they're, again, no space for Joseph Martinez. Yeah, so I, I think, would say no. I, I he's agree. Not here I think next he's year. probably going to be gone next year too. I think it just makes sense. Yeah, you go and not only that in terms of uh, yeah, not only in terms of DP position, but also uh, you know in terms of the striker as well, because obviously Suarez and Jose Martinez would play the same position. So yeah, uh, the likelihood very very low. But uh, yeah, I mean in terms of, of uh, you know getting to the game and. Uh, well, you know, for us, it's an away match. I think, yeah, this is a question I actually had before. Uh, so, in terms of truisms in MLS, it is very, very difficult for MLS teams to play on the road. Right. And more often than not, the home teams will win. But will the Messi effect change that mm. for you guys? Because, yeah, it, travel is still a bitch. Yeah. And Messi, obviously, the effect, he'll definitely play a part. But part of that Messi effect that... I've heard talk. I've heard people talk about it, and I wonder if it will come into effect. Will he get that Michael Jordan kind of, uh, you know, preferential treatment from the referees? We didn't see that in in this game because there was a couple calls that he could have gotten and didn't. Uh, maybe they were questionable, but if he was getting preferential treatment, he definitely would have gotten it. So the 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 call for the foul, <laughs> a little soft. Let's be real for the free kick, but yeah, but there were others that they, kick. yeah, of course there were others that yeah. they could have called. They would have been soft as well, but they could have called them, yeah, and and they didn't. So, but I wonder in this next game, it's the a messy the messy effect. Are the referees out there to protect Messi? Are they out? Are the League's Cup referees thinking the same way? I know it's the same referee pool, but are they, you know, are they protecting the player for the good of MLS? And if they do, thank you. We appreciate that. But, you know, Messi will definitely have an effect for sure. Yeah. You know, he's starting the game. I don't, obviously, we don't think he'll go the full 90, so he's going to have to make his impact early. So you, you talk about withstanding an attack from Cruz Azul. I think that's what you guys are going to have to do, uh, withstand the, the Messi effect in that first half and and see how much into the second half he gets to and you guys may end up being a second half team where that's where you're really trying to catch up we definitely or are. take advantage we definitely are a second half team <laughs> just in general right oh yeah that, that is right oh exactly we we concede early we score late and uh we sometimes don't win it or uh really make much of a fuss at the end of the game if uh we're too far out of it but yeah, no, we definitely make it interesting. Yeah, and we like to give the yeah, other team the advantage it. early because oh. it gets boring if we don't. So we just like to give them yeah, one I, or two goals early on. I hear you because usually, you know, we'll go down a goal, but then we'll get one back. But then within like less than a minute or so, we'll go down again. It's like, come on, we can't hold a lead. Dude. 
Yeah, so we we have some similarities for sure, and that's uh, that's definitely worrisome because we don't. Okay, yes, we have we have a really really messy light 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 mm. light 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 light, but <laughs> in Tiago Almada, yeah. and which I mean, yeah, talk about free kicks. Uh, he leads the league right now in free kick goals and uh, goals from outside the box. It will be a very interesting matchup in terms of Argentinian uh, yeah. diminutive playmakers. But uh, obviously, yeah, teammates as just well. World no Cup one winners, foul anyone obviously. by the box or you're just done. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, Lionel Messi, uh, in terms of in this match uh, against Caleb Wiley, who's 18 years old. Uh, yeah, I fear for our boy, our homegrown there. Uh, also, Miles Robinson, who uh, you know he's a he's a standout defender, but also will have oh. to uh, have a lot to contend with. Juanjo Porata, uh, yep, I I fear for him as well. And uh, yes, our midfield, I I don't know, like it's uh, th- those spaces that he's gonna drift into, Messi. Yeah, I yeah, I am incredibly concerned. About yeah, this we already concede uh, that part of the, the field to minutes. every team anyway, so. He's just right. going to be like, well, here yeah. I go. So it's going to be a little uh, exactly. a little nervy. Uh, usually, you know, teams like to put some resistance yes. in the defensive midfield. But our team, at least last game too, just not at all. Just walk right in. Come right in. <laughs> and, I, and I wonder what Messi thinks. Like, what is he? I was wondering after the game, when he's watching Inter-Miami struggle in that first half against Cruz Azul, what is he thinking? What have I gotten myself into or what have you? I mean, at the end of the day, he chose Miami more than just for the football reasons. He you know, it, it 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 is as family friendly as, as it can be for him. You know, he's going to be loved in this. There's so many Argentinians, so many South Americans. He's going to, you know, he could do no wrong, right? Even if he sucks, he could do no wrong, which that won't happen, right? But, you know, it's but I do wonder what he's thinking. And so same thing when he plays against Atlanta. Does he go against these defenders and just go, God, this is so easy. This is just going through. Or does he, (laughs) the other side, is it a lot more difficult than he expects? We really don't know. Because a lot of European players come here, South American players come here, and they find it a little more difficult than they expected. You know, it's a lot more physical. You know, he might want to dance around with a ball and someone's just going to knock him over. And they may take a foul, but who who cares? Uh, It goes back to when... It goes back to Beckham's first game, and I forgot who the player was, but he tackled Beckham in that very first game, and they said, "Welcome to MLS." Right? So it's a, you know, it's it is different. However, watching Messi this past weekend, three people, three defenders on him, and he still finds a way to dance away from them without them getting a touch on him. It's just the ball is glued to his feet. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't think we have that type of defender or guy, unless Ozzy Alonso maybe starts or something, but uh, to really, you know, put that shoulder into him and say that. Because yeah. Santiago Sosa, 22-year-old Argentine, he had Messi's poster in his bedroom. You know, uh, <laughs> you have Caleb Wiley, like I said, the back line is not going to be those type of players that, that do that. So, yeah, it is going to be, I, I will be supremely interested who we start in midfield to counteract you guys, as well as Sergio Busquets. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I think uh, I think it's that time. It's that time of the episode 
to start making some predictions. And, uh, right before we you know, do that, there's one you, little thing Peter, of history I wanted to get uh, into in that that Atlanta United mm-hmm. is very much cognizant sure. of is when we had Ezekiel Barco. The, you know, the very good player who dances around a bunch of guys. And like you were saying, like, you know, some players, they hold on to the ball a little too long, like uh, Bizarro. Well, he was the most fouled player multiple seasons in like a row because he tries to, he does his little dance and he beats a guy or two and they just will take the foul every time. Wouldn't be surprised if you see Messi like one of the most fouled players in MLS. And to your own danger, right? Because we saw what he yeah. did with a foul yeah. uh, and a free kick. So at your own, uh, you know, risk. At your own peril. I agree. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, there's a lot of ways that Messi can kill us. And uh, yeah, that leads us to it. So prediction time. What's your, uh, your I guess, predicted lineup in terms of, uh, yeah, we know Messi, we know Busquets. Who else fills out the rest of the team for you? I think you're going to see mostly a lot of the same players that we saw in the last game. Uh, obviously, Ian Frey, poor kid, got, you know, tore up his, his left ACL, and he's just recovered from two ACLs in his right. Uh, I mean, the kid, and he's and he's from my my town, right? He's from my city, so it's I always cheered for him. So uh, he's obviously out, uh, but, you know, Busquets, you know, probably fills in, the, in that general area because he was playing kind of in that mid you know central mid defensive mid type of role uh i don't think you see much different uh in the in the what'll be interesting is does does tata favor starting the game joseph martinez or campana i am more of a campana fan i i'm all about the youth he's proven himself last year has been a little bit of a dip this year but nobody you know when you have someone like Pozuelo last year passing you the ball, you're a better forward. So now you've got you know Busquets and Messi getting the ball. You're you're even that much better. So I'm dying to see how if Campana starts the game. He'll definitely, I'm sure, play. But does he start the game? I'd like to see Messi, Busquets, and Campana in the out attack starting. I think that for the you know for the most part, you're going to still see Yedlin in there and and probably. Um, uh, you know, see mostly the same, mostly the same team. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on some players' names, you know, Sergi Kristoff in the back, who's our Ukrainian player, a little bit slow at times, uh, you know, but, but solid. And, and uh, Kamal Miller has been really good. For, came over from what Montreal. He's, he's been good in our Bryce Duke trade, although they got a good trade. Bryce Duke scored in the, in the league's cup. That was a pretty nice, uh, goal, but we're so decimated with with uh, injuries that that's why you see our youth movement going on right now. Everybody, I know that this team has been applauded for playing so many youth players. Well, they didn't have a choice. Guys like Noah Allen might get a start. He played in this last game due to uh, some injuries. Um, what I'm afraid of is that you know I, I don't want to see someone like Christopher McVeigh start because I think he he you know we we're exposed. He's slow. He he gets he gets his positioning out quite often is off, but. If Kristoff of Miller are still healthy, they're the ones, and and you know McVeigh would come in off the bench, so I think that's where we're at. Okay. Yeah. Well, just uh, just really quickly for us, I think, think uh, yeah, we're gonna stick with that kind of uh, three-man back line that we've been doing, and uh, yeah, so Abram, uh, Juan Parada, 
Juan Hoporata and Miles Robinson adding back in with wingbacks of uh, Caleb Wiley and Brooks Lennon. Do you agree, Michael? Yep. Yeah. And then that midfield, it's going to be, that's that's really the question is who can stop Messi when uh, he drifts sure. infield. And uh, we don't yeah, have anyone who can do that. Really going to be the thing. I think, uh, nope. Nobody so does. it's going to probably. Probably be Santiago Sosa since uh, Ibarra got sent off to Toronto, and uh, you know Tristan Miyomba, the new guy, uh, might be able to play a part probably in the second half. I would say probably like 20 minutes or so. But Santiago Sosa, oh, man, I fear for Mateus Osetu, Marsedic if uh, they have to. I think Marsedic is probably the guy. What do you think, Michael? Uh, I mean, I feel like Rosetto is more defensive-minded, more kind of safe with the ball. If we're going to try and play more defensive against Miami on the road, I feel like it might make sense to use him because he's terrible at getting forward. Amar is much better at getting forward, um, but I think it also exposes you a little bit more. So it really depends what Pineda wants to do this game, tactically speaking. So it's really like a 50-50. Based on like his previous behavior, he will continue to play like we normally play, which is forward thinking and progressive so my money would probably be on our uh, amar then and yeah that's to me and, and you know hopefully Mayumba can come in for more time than not um later on but and him and sosa or sosa and, and amar that's that's going to be another one of these instances of our midfield just conceding the whole space and it's going to make me very it's going to make everyone very nervous rosetto has a chance of you know, locking some things down in the defensive, you know, area, but like he's on, he's the more of attacking midfielder. So it's like, it's out of, it's not going to go well. So I think it's going to be a high scoring game. So we can get into our mm. score predictions in a little bit. And I think it'll probably be a couple goals for at least uh, both teams. Yeah. And uh, I think, yeah, to round out the, uh, the trio probably up top, however they they do it uh, if they're wingers or if it's uh, Almada in the middle. Obviously, it's Almada in the middle, and then you know the maybe the two strikers up top. At least for me, I think Yorgos Yakumakis comes back in, and Tyler Wolf starts next to him. Uh, but what do you think, Michael? Yeah, I actually had that same one too. Um, I hope Yako can play a long time. The guy has had a really hard time with playing 90 minutes, so it's it's tough. I mean, we might not be able to have him the whole yeah. time out. Yeah, and, and mm -hmm. you're talking about so, having yeah, somebody out the, the whole... second half substitute. But... Yeah, can't, you have to, you know, whatever players you have, uh, you, you also have to take into account this this weather, and and it, it being like 97 degrees even in oh, the yeah. evening with a massive humidity. I mean, look, we had Robbie Robinson, who we've nicknamed on our show uh, Mr. Glass because he just constantly is getting injured. He played his first like full 90 minutes and he's, there's a, a meme of him everywhere just throwing up on the side of the field because <laughs> this weather is no joke. Yeah. I mean, I know it's hot in Atlanta too, but yeah, yeah, it's not good when when it's, it, you're, you're going viral just from you throwing up on the on the, on the pitch. Well, you know? We play but he at a nice air-conditioned yeah. stadium. <laughs> so. That is true. I forgot about that. Nice. Exactly. It, it, yeah. You know, there's been a lot of talk. I'm curious what you guys think. There's been a lot of talk about uh, Messi not wanting to play on turf and that uh, some teams might have to put real grass. Do you think Atlanta will put down real grass when Miami comes to town? 
Yeah, there is talk of that, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there is a possibility. Uh, I think right now, I think the answer is no, but obviously for it, the World Cup, that will happen. Yeah, look, and you know, Tata Martino knows the stadium really well, so you know, there might be a possibility that he can talk him into it too, if uh, if it were an issue. But that's and you September. know if. I but yeah, go ahead. It, yeah, right. If I was Atlanta, I'd say screw you, Messi. Don't play because that's what we're hoping for, right? Don't play. Mm-hmm. And 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 you know, other teams are are they want Messi to play because you want to sell tickets. Well, Atlanta's doing pretty good in the ticket sale. I, as far as last time I checked, I don't know if you guys are still getting forty, fifty thousand people, but or more. But every time I turn it on TV, it, it you got an amazing an crowd. Yeah. It'll probably <laughs> right. be sold out even if Messi never touches the field. Exactly. He just sits on the bench. So. Exactly. So you don't really need him. Right. So if I'm if I'm Arthur Blank, I'm like, you know, uh, we're going plastic all day and hope Messi doesn't even play and we have a better chance. Yeah, just dare Miami <laughs> but, to uh, give up points, you know. Right. But that's in September. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And so, yeah, fully, that's a fantastic question. I think, I think that's a... Uh, a future problem, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, you know, that messy the, effect the around the months, league. But... Exactly, exactly. But uh, yeah, let's get to that messy effect and the scoreline. What effect will we have on the scoreline? What's your prediction? Uh, I'm gonna go. I, I, I kind of like what you guys were saying as far as you know. There might be a lot of goals because again, we don't have a great defense. I'll go three-two Miami. Oof. Yeah, I had a feeling that you were gonna go with that, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit of a homer and hope that we can pull something out on the road, but uh, it's gonna probably not happen. I think it's this. I think it's two two. It goes to penalties, and we win the penalty shootout mm. for that. So I don't think it goes to penalties. Yeah, with the back lines and, and the, the leaky defense of both out. these teams, I I don't know. If I it's know. Yeah. Build. So I I, I know, also right? had I also it's had two two is my guess. But but having said all that, having having said all that, Drake Calendar is a beast in that goal. So it easily could be three one Miami. You know because you know he stops shots that should go in. Yeah, yeah absolutely. His positioning is very very good. And uh, Guzan has lost uh, a reaction yeah, yeah. time or two. So yeah. it is, uh, no, I, again, it, I fear for our back line and our goalie. But uh, yeah, okay. So, uh, but Michael, who do you think wins in that 2-2? Um, I'll say, you can say Miami. I, I, I have no, I no, I'm not prepared for a Miami Atlanta shootout. I'm just not. So I'll just say Atlanta because yeah, no, right. I want uh, them to win. But you know, I, I can't like, in good conscience, be like, yeah, because of evidence mind, and facts right? and statistics, this is what I think will happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's likely that Messi uh, definitely does something here that uh, will break a lot of Atlanta's hearts and maybe. Still a lot of people will still be in awe. So I guess maybe all won't be the worst uh, at the end of the day. But uh, yeah, probably for your, your, you know, your confidence, I'm sure it's it's brimming. And, uh, Ooh, you know, I have a question yes, for yeah, Peter. I have a question bright. for Peter. Do you think there is a reverse sure. Messi yeah. effect at all going to happen? Meaning like uh, teams will, because this is something that Atlanta has had to deal with for the last like, 
maybe not the last two years, but before this, after we won the cup and after, you know, 2018, 2019, everyone who came to play us, specifically at like the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, every time we played every team, it was like it was their cup final. It was like they were playing out of their minds to try and beat us. And then they would go and absolutely crap the bed against a terrible team the next week. And we're just like, what happened to that team? Like, and then all of a sudden, so it's like, are teams going to really step it up knowing they're playing against someone like Messi and, and, you know, friends. So um, just kind of like how we experienced a bit. Yeah. Remember when I said all eyes are on inner Miami. So the opposing teams know that too and they want to get noticed and they want to get on that highlight reel of of stopping messi or 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 nutmegging net messi or making him look bad in some way so all eyes are on inter miami right now and that means if atlanta's playing miami those players have a chance to showcase so i think every game is a showcase every game is a yeah your cup final because you you you've idolized messi you had his poster on your wall. Now you have an opportunity of, of, of you know, beating him or, or making him a, a look like a fool or, or, or tackling him or whatever the, the situation is. Just You've say got winning his respect. Winning his respect. That's what we'll call that it. That too. That too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be amazing uh, to, uh, I think, experience that as the second game in in Messi's MLS career and yeah looking forward to uh kind of what Messi will do for this league because it won't really just impact Inter Miami but definitely league wide so really going to be amazing stuff uh but yeah definitely amazing to have you on Peter and uh yes definitely let the good people know where I do yeah, you can follow us everywhere on Football Miami TV. Football, F-U-T, like uh, Latinos would spell it. Uh, we're a YouTube channel, uh, like you guys, that uh, focus on Inner Miami. But uh, we're on, you know, Facebook, Twitter, you know. We even created a TikTok account. Not sure what we're going to do with it, but, you know, we got that Good going, job, too. Peter. So Getting everywhere. out there with the young ones. That's right. <laughs> That's what my wife and my daughter got got schooled. We're, we're getting on my case just yesterday. So we got to figure out threats. what to do with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're on. We're everywhere. You know, so. yeah. I mean, you know, it's uh, there's no shame in twerking for uh, for Messi. So you know, that's uh, you if do you need some ideas do. for for TikTok. That's always uh, John Tolkien exactly. might be interested in doing but, that. Uh, Peter. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Peter, thank you so much for joining us tonight. And uh, yes. Best of luck to you, you guys when you're not playing LA United. Right. But uh, for Michael, uh, I've been AJ, and thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you in the next video. Oh!